Alrighty, guys. Ah, it's, it's fucking cloudy out. Fuck this, man. Okay, hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Rich Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Rich, and this is my podcast. These past couple weeks, let me tell you, I've formed this new level of energy. I, And it's so weird to to describe because I feel like I'm, I'm a kid again. Like I have the energy of a, of a teenager, I guess, of when I was a teenager. And I don't really know where it's coming from. It could be two things. And I'll, I'll explain those two things. One, it's either I recently stopped smoking, uh, and I wasn't smoking much and it wasn't even, um, it wasn't cigarettes. But it wasn't it wasn't that much, so I was like, "That's I don't know if it's that because it was like maybe a couple times a week," and but I've I've been off of it for a while now, and I don't know if it's that or if it's the fact that I'm taking this supplement called Turkestrone. Now, if you are in the fitness space, you've probably heard this this supplement tossed around here and there, and it's kind of. It's kind of the craze nowadays, and if you don't know what tocastrone is, I'm not exactly, uh, I'm no expert on this uh, plant or the, whatever it's called. It's it comes from well, it's an extract that comes from the plant called the marl root, and the plant is considered an adaptogen, uh, which has been studied to have positive effects on the human mind, including the alleviation. Of anxiety and fatigue so with with those two things it's it, I kind of have come to a conclusion that might you know it might be coming from turkestrin I've been on there for about two weeks now turkestrin also belongs to the group of ectosteroids which are naturally occurring steroid hormones found in plants there are claims that these types of ectosteroids are highly effective at building muscle and enhancing performance now, there are, I don't think there's any studies around turkestrone, at least not recent studies. And it, it, so it, it clearly hasn't been studied enough to validate its effectiveness. Now, some of the properties that make up turkestrone have been studied, which I think is where these claims that it can increase your testosterone, your testosterone, <laughs> it, increase where it can increase your testosterone and increase muscle have have come from however i don't think turkestrone directly increases your testosterone why do i i keep group i keep grouping turkestrone and testosterone together to make this new fucking word but um i don't think i don't think turkestrone directly increases your testosterone what i believe is happening is it increases your energy and makes your recovery faster from training. So which, if, if you group both those things, that will lead to more lifting and increased volume in the gym, which, like we all know, strength training does increase your testosterone. So if you use it correctly, um, you should be able to increase your testosterone. And again, I'm no doctor or scientist or expert on this field, I just, you know, did some research around it. So take everything I said with a grain of salt. 
I just wanted to explain why I think I have this new, uh, this new energy that like I've tapped into. And is it, is terkestrin directly increasing my testosterone? I don't think so. I think what's happening is I just have more, it's increasing my energy, which like I just explained, eventually could lead to increasing my testosterone. Now, the fact that I have this, like my, my recovery is faster and I have more energy, I decided what better way to celebrate all this like newfound energy than to sign up for a marathon. Richard, the fuck are we doing? Now, I've wanted to run a marathon for a while, but when I say I want to run it, I'm like thinking like maybe in a couple of years, you know, down the road, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. But that's the thing. It's not going to just come out of nowhere and be like, hey, here's a marathon. Just fucking run it. I, I was very naive around marathon training and all that goes into it. I thought, okay, I'll sign up for this marathon. I'll run like a couple times a week and I'll, I'll be good. I'll just kind of wing it. But <laughs> I ended up finding a training program online and holy shit, guys. Holy shit. I have to run so much. And I found a beginner training guide, okay? Beginner. So the mileage is not anything crazy, but just... The first run was a four mile run and I'm, I'm a decent runner. Like I've, the, let me, let me put it in perspective here. The longest I've ran is eight miles and that was last October and it took me a little bit over an hour, but I can, so I can run, I can run, I can do these miles, but what's going to, what, what I see come being hard is is running that much consistently. So, you know, it's like four four miles on, on Tuesday, then today it's another four miles, and then I, I rest tomorrow, and then I do another three miles, and then I do a two-miler. So I know for a fact I'm going to be so f- fucking, like, I'm going to be on another level within, like, four weeks. So I signed up for a marathon in, in the end of May, May 30th, Memorial Day. I got my whole family coming down to you know show me some support, which means the world to me because this is something I, I really want to do. And, but again, this is, this is a hard fucking thing. This is, uh, it's going to be a grind because I was calculating it and to run a marathon, I would have to, for, for a nine minute pace, a nine minute mile pace, I would have to, it would take me four hours to complete. That's four hours of running. And I was talking to my mom about this and she was like, well, you know, you can, you can always just walk and then run some and then walk and then run some. And I laughed when she said that. I was like, mom, I'm not fucking walking. And that's just my mentality around, you know, running the marathon. I don't want to walk. I'm not judging others that walk to each their own. I, I just have this, this goal to complete a marathon with no walking, running the entire time to get the fastest time I possibly can. 
Like that's I want the fastest time I can. And I feel like it's 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 gonna be a grind for sure. But that's why I I gotta do it. Like it's fucking hard. This is gonna be one of the hardest things I think I've ever done in my life, physically and mentally. And I was recently listening to Rich Roll on on his podcast with Joe Decina. It it was I think one of the first episodes of this of the of the year. He had Joe Decina on, great great guy, and they had a great discussion around you know raising your children and and just doing difficult things. And Rich says, I think that's another thing that gets missed. This idea that hard things mean you have to be this martyr and you're just going to be punishing yourself. But we experience joy in doing hard things. That's what we're wired to do. But our society is set up to give us a completely different message that is moving us away from that joyous feeling we can feel and express even though it's hard. We all know what it's like in the aftermath of doing something hard. And that's the feeling of satisfaction. And goddamn ritual, that's 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 a great fucking point. That is a great point. I couldn't have said it better myself. Whenever I do something hard in life, and running is a great example, because my god, that shit is hard. Especially when you haven't done it in a while. And you're trying to get back into it, or if if it's working out, lifting weights, the feeling you get afterwards, and I get this feeling much more when I run when I lift, but I still get it when I lift. I feel unstoppable afterwards. I feel like nothing can touch me. I feel like I'm in this zen-like state where I have no worries in life and can just appreciate life for all its beauty. And my mood is elevated. My stress is gone. And my body is giving me this beautiful response like, yes, we just did something hard and now we need to recover. It's basically thanking me and allowing me to relax without feeling guilty about it. I do think I have more energy than others, especially pent-up energy, and sometimes I don't push myself hard enough in the gym to release all that pent-up energy. But when it comes to running, I use everything. Even if it's a short run, it's amazing. And I've said this numerous times, doing the hard things in life actually makes your life easier. I'll say that again. Doing the hard things in life actually makes your life easier. Funny how that works. And Rich Roll is right. Society doesn't teach us this. We have to learn this ourselves. This doesn't even have to be tied to exercise. Giving a speech in front of your class. Performing a dance routine in front of an audience. Swimming in the ocean. Whatever you define as something hard and then going after it and doing it will dramatically improve your quality of life. You'll do the hard things and find similar value that I do after completing the run. This stacks up too. You do a couple hard things every now and again, and it makes you into a better person. You get this armor and a map where you're actively looking for the next hard things to make you tougher and wiser, to build that armor up, and to make yourself a better person. Like I said, this doesn't have to be exercise. At my new job, I've told my supervisor numerous times, show me the hard things. Give me the opportunity to learn the stuff others don't want to. Why? Because I know the value of learning the things that are hard to learn. You become a more valuable worker. 
You get paid more. You increase your chances of success in the workplace. People treat you with more respect. The sad thing is about my job is my supervisor isn't doing that. He really teaches me new things that are hard, or he really tries to show me the hard things to learn. So what do I need to do? And, you know, I thought about that for a while. I kept going back and forth. What? He's not, he's obviously not going to teach me. Do I keep bucking him about it? Do I, do I get a new job? What, what do I need to do? And I figured out I, I need to manufacture the hard things myself. What I need to do is I need to transfer to another department. I need to learn another department. And, um, that's just how it's going to be if he's not going to show me the hard things. I need to seek it out myself. And if that means finding a new position within the company and learning more things that I don't know, um, then that's how it's going to be. Because guess what? I'm not growing with the position I'm in right now. I'm not doing the hard things to make me into the person I'm seeking out to be. That's why I transferred to two different Nordstroms when I was working there. Because I learned everything I needed to or could know in my position. And there's no opportunities to move up. So I tried somewhere new and taught others what I knew and helped others become more valuable workers. By the third Nordstrom I worked, I could have easily become a manager. I knew everything within my role, but the opportunities weren't there. And that's when I decided I needed a new job. Do the hard things. It'll never not bring good into your life, even if it sucks in the moment. Your future is bright when you choose the hard path, even if the hard path is dark and scary because there's always light at the end of the tunnel. But remember, once you reach the end of the tunnel, don't soak in the light for too long, because the light is comfy, and it can be a trap. Find your next tunnel and keep going. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what, I, what I'm saying, what I'm talking about, why not tell a friend? and leave a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. It would mean the world to me. Also, I'm on Instagram. My fitness page is Richard Petrie Fitness, and my personal page is Petrie Richard underscore. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll see you all next Thursday. Peace.